Father, we're here to encounter you. <laughs> Father, we've set this time aside to, Lord, and it's really a your invitation because you're drawing us into something that is incredible, something that is so much deeper uh, with you. So, Lord, guide this time, lead this time, direct this time, empower this time. Lord, we want to hear from you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, uh, morning, Stuart. Yeah, good day. How you going? Good morning, everyone. Morning. Okay. Now, I know this passage is very familiar, but I just, it, I have been struck. The reason why I felt to do it is, is I've been listening to a few things lately that have been talking about on earth as it is in heaven, but actually working with God to bring what he wants done on earth as it is in heaven. So I, I've been going back to this prayer and had a discussion with prayer leaders yesterday, but the Maronite church, for example, they they just use the Lord's prayer when they pray, and it's the basis of everything. And I know got people on the call who um, who study this as well. So when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward of food. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. These words are so comforting. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. There is so much in that passage that no doubt God is going to speak to different ones uh, about different things through it. The question I have for today is um, what is a God that you want here? Morning, Carol. Good morning, Wes. Where's the chat gone? Chat, 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 chat. What is it, God, that you want here? So that could be anything. Like it could be um, morning, Trevor. Morning, Fiona. Um, it could be, um, you know, whatever situation that maybe something you've been praying for is asking God, God, what is it that you want to take place here? Or, um, you know, on earth as it is in heaven, God, like it may be your work situation, you're struggling with something, God, what is it that you want here? And just asking for that so that you can join him with that. Uh, so the worship song I've chosen this morning, oh, actually, I need to set that up is the Lord's Prayer, but it's by um, 
Andrea Bocelli. I know. <laughs> it's uh, different, but I it just, as I was looking for a song to go with it, I thought, you know what, that's exactly what I think God wants. Anyhow, let's go.
Just beautiful. Uh, one of my goals this year is to visit different um, prayer groups around Brisbane. And on um, Sunday night, I went to a Taze. I don't know whether you know about the Taze community. Um, and they sung the whole contemplative prayer thing was sung all the way through. And it was just as they sung the Lord's Prayer, it just really ministered to me powerfully. Well, for those uh, who don't know, we now go into a 20 minutes of silence where we just take, um, so so what I, this is what, I don't know guys what I say, what I do. So I always print off the scripture and up the top is the seven things. So I just read through it seven times and tick off and just say, as you go through each time, um, that's why I've got Lord speak, your servant is listening, just as you read through it each time, Lord, speak to me. Your servant is listening. And just allow him to highlight that which he wants to speak to you about. And as we know, each one, God will speak differently. As we come together at the end, as we hear the voice of God in community, um, we get a sense of what the Father is saying. So bless you. We'll see you in 20 minutes time. Welcome back. We uh, we do have a full house this morning, so we're just going to have to watch to get everyone to share. And I would like everyone to share, but I understand if you don't want to either. Um, Kerry, let's start with you because you're number one square in my thing today. <laughs> Sorry, I was just getting uh, to the end. I was having a download. I've got a couple more points, I think, that he was giving me, but that's okay. I'm being <laughs> and, and sharing uh, just briefly, um, in the last couple of days, we are talking about how time marches on. And this is what, in my the answer to the question, what is it that you want to take place here? I've got a, a few points. Time with us, one-on-one, to share his love personally. Time for him to help search our hearts, or I'm talking about my heart, your heart, to take you to the place he wants to be in relationship. Time to build faith. Time to encourage and reward us. You, I'm talking about for me, but that's what he said. Time to declare into, into this earth that his kingdom will come. His kingdom has come and his will will be done on this earth. Time to provide spiritual food for today, personally for us, what we need to get through what's going to be in our life that next 24 hours. Time to remind us to forgive as he has forgiven us. Time to put it in front of us that temptation comes but he is there with us, and that's where I got to. There's a couple more points, I believe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot there, Kerry. There's there a- is a lot there. There is a lot there. And yeah. the Lord's Prayer for me personally has been big in my life. So yeah. Thank you. No, that's good. Thank you. Time to do those things. Roseanne. <laughs> I know some of you are still writing. So God's obviously downloading stuff today, which is fantastic. <laughs> this is really good. Um, I couldn't get past verse one. 
<laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, yes, in the Passion Translation particularly, I hadn't seen this before. Our Father dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the centre on which our lives turn. And, um, yeah, the, the word for name in the Aramaic uh, is Shem, um, a word with multiple meanings. It also can be translated light, sound, or atmosphere. Placing a light like a lantern in an enclosed space magnifies the light. This is the meaning here of God's name being made sacred and magnified as we focus our lives on him. The Greek treated this word as holy, his name as holy. Um, so I'm lost in a bit of awe and wonder there. Uh, there are, in the Hebrew, 72 names of God. And, and I'm thinking, oh, yes, yes. There are, but then it's who he is, you know, the metaphors of his name. He's like a high and mighty tower. The righteous run into it and they're safe. Um, yeah, so I'm just going from frame to frame um, in language here and, and just love being in that place of being struck again by the way he um, manifests himself to us in different circumstances. And, yeah, I love to engage with that light. It, it, it's a static thing. It's, um, it's a stable, stable place to be yeah. in the light. And when he quickens his word to us, um, everything becomes light, even in the darkness. And so I just, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a lot to share. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot to share. No, that's really, you know, and sometimes, well, like it says, hallowed be your name. Like that's, it's being in awe of who God is and just encountering him is just fantastic. Thank you, Roseanne. Sue, let's go to you. When when I pray, I think, oh God, I can't see you. But it what struck out to me was your father can't be seen, but he sees and he knows. And so that's really special. And my version said, May what you want to happen be done on earth and in heaven. And then the other thing that came to me was. Keep us from sinning when we are tempted. Yeah, isn't that God sees? We we can't see him, but he can see us. Yes. And that's comforting, isn't it? May what you want to be done, done. Because often we're not praying prayers like that. We're praying prayers like what I want to be done, <laughs> done. And uh, to keep us from seeing, that's very good to see. Thank you. Verity, let's go to you. Thanks, Liz. I've um, got a few couple of things. First thing that came out was when I pray, obey. Go to the secret place. 
And like you said, he's unseen, he's unseen, but he sees me. And the other thing that stood out was that back in those verses, which verse is it, six, that's when he starts calling us, calling at him our father. It was even before he got to the, to the actual prayer. And I thought that was amazing. I hadn't seen that before. Um, and the Lord's just asking me to, to go into the secret place in intimacy because he is my reward. Yeah. Yeah. Such an invitation there, isn't it? Yep. Sure is. Great. Like it's, you guys have studied this. Like I was, oh. you've studied it and like, even you've studied it so much and God's just revealing extra stuff to you. It's it just the beauty of yes. God's word, isn't it? Yep. yep. Thank you very Elma, let's cross the ditch. Um, yeah, I, that struck me as well what Verity said about how when we pray in private rather than with other people, that that's where our reward is. Um, but the two main things that struck me was um, in verse 7, where he's talking about, I think it's verse 7, where he's talking about not babbling on. Um and just I thought that if we really pray in faith, then we don't need to keep repeating ourselves um, or talking in great detail and length about it, because he knows the situation better than I do. And um, it reminded me of George Muller, um, who ran the Bristol Orphanages in the 19th century, and he um, journaled all his prayers and he had thousands of answers, so I don't expect he repeated and babbled on a lot because, yeah, I expect he probably kept them short and yet he had more answers to prayer than anyone ever, ever read about. And the other thing that really struck me was um, about how forgiveness is, I mean, I've been working on this already, but just that thing about how forgiveness, God's forgiveness for us is conditional on us forgiving other people. And um, the word refuse in verse 15, if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sons. So I was just um, spending some time just asking God for grace and, um, yeah, just to be really determined and steadfast and quick to forgive when things happen repeatedly. So, yeah, they were probably my key things. I asked the fateful question, God, who do I need to forgive? As I read that, I wouldn't advise. <laughs> it just, it was just, oh my. You know, it was, just, you know, it was what was fascinating to me as I did that was that God brought to mind some things I didn't even know I had to. Like it was, um, one was an institution, you know, you need to, you know, and it was very, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Elman. That's good. Stuart. Uh, yeah, good day, everybody. Yeah, look, um, the thing that um, I concentrated on today was um, your father knows what you need before you ask him and give us today our daily bread. And um, we've been watching The Chosen, and it's been interesting because uh, it's been a new kind of um, impacting revelation, if I can put it that way, where Jesus says, I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. The bread I give is my flesh. The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. And 
the spin-off of that is that um, it is something, David, I need to I, I need to seek the Lord daily for what he wants to give me. The the life of the spirit is something that I need to um, seek for on a daily basis. And um, yeah, that was good. And then there was a spin-off again where you know I've been working through something and um, a little bit further on in the chapter, it says, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Um, but where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, um, yeah, so I have an answer that uh, my wife would really enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's always great seeing your two faces when you yeah. two. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been in. Well, I've been investing in cryptocurrency, and uh, this is my answer. Don't don't go seeking that. Seek me. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Stuart, in relation to that, he can guide. Like, there's mm. different times where God's just said to me, "Buy this now." Mm. You know, and I think that's strange, but it's yeah. When you when you're walking in that, and you're not worrying about it, but you're focusing on the Father, He will guide yeah. you and you in that. Yeah. It's, it's just it's putting it in the right perspective. In the, yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. So, I Excellent. love the way He talks to you about that. Mm. It's just the obedience part <laughs> that we all struggle with. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thank you, Carol. Let's go to you. Um, I, I was just rather taken aback. I had never read, you know, um, Father, um, you know, pray to your Father and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Um, and our Father who is in heaven and there's another one, right? Your heavenly father also will forgive you. And I went, wow, right, you know, that we are really praying to the father. Um, and I don't know whether I've been doing that or whether I haven't, but, you know, I guess that's something that really, um, impacted on me from these and also the forgiveness thing. Mm. So I just did a quick count. There's six times Father is mentioned in mm. the passage. Mm. Carol, it sounds like there's an invitation from God to reveal himself to you as Father, uh, you know, to for you to get a fresh revelation of what that means. Yeah. And, and what a true father is. I, mm. I, yeah. So, Father, we, we pray that Carol would have that revelation. Lord, that the loving arms of God would mm. come down and embrace her as a father embraces a child. Lord, that the pain and the hurt and the, the the burdens would be released as she encounters you afresh as Father God. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Carol. So God's highlighting this father thing today. So there's a few of you. This is good. Julie. Your prayers don't need to be grand and acceptable to others. I want to hear your private prayers. And secondly, if you want to be forgiven, be sure to forgive those who have sinned against you. Let go of your resentment and the reciting of their debts. Am I troubled by unforgiveness if I recite deeds done to me, words spoken against me, or the foolish actions and words of others in the way they live now? Do I condemn myself, um, prevent myself from experiencing the unconditional love of God? Do I feel clean? We are all flawed in some way, but we are all marked. God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Any criticism I make about others reflects back on me. As Christ has forgiven me, I must forgive others in order to understand and appropriate his love unquestionably and without doubts. What was that first line you said about prayer? Your prayer doesn't need to be grand and acceptable to others. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how we pray. God just wants us to pray. That's yeah. Julie, the whole thing is fantastic. Thank you. Fiona. Sorry. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Technology is not my friend this morning. <laughs> um can you actually hear me? We can, yes. Okay, cool, great. Um, I went and stayed in verse 8, couldn't get past that, um, and it was just the word hello again. Um, I got a bit of a, for the first 10 minutes, I think I was in a suspended panic, but then managed to actually get something because <laughs> I wasn't hearing anything. I was just so distracted. Um, so I felt the Lord say, focus on me. Be aware of who you're praying to. I am huge all-powerful, I'm peace, I'm love. And then I felt everything must bow before the Lord. Words like cancer, sorry, age, diseases, situations like hunger, mockery and sin. Do you actually believe I am bigger? Is my arm not mighty to save? Realign your thoughts, your posture, and keep realigning because you go off course. The things that are hard for you with others are often things that you need to work on. Then I looked up the word hallow. I just sort of felt like to stick on that. Hallow is, in the dictionary, it was honour as holy. And to hallow is to, this was interesting, to bless, consecrate or render holy. And the Lord said, be still and know that I am God. You need to be still to hallow me. Be aware of my might and power. Lean, uh, look to my ways and realign yourself with them. Hello, me, no distractions. You know, Fiona, this is the one thing that I love why I encourage you to read through the scripture seven times because, you know, we get so distracted. We've come with all sorts of things. And when we actually sit with the, with the word of God, it brings that. And, and look at the revelation that God gives you as you sit with him. Just incredible. There's an invitation for you there. Totally. 
isn't it? That's really good. Thank you. Jackie. Morning, everybody. Uh, thanks, Ruth. I, yeah, I was looking at um, just the fact that, you know, he had the Sermon on the, he had the Beatitudes, Sermon on the Mount in the chapter before, and then followed by this one. And it just made me think of the Ten Commandments, how, you know, there was someone, you know, getting the the law, I guess, from the mountain and bringing it to the people. This one was more about the Beatitudes and then this prayer is all about an internal experience rather than external. And it was that thought that, you know, and he said this to me, he said, I want you to know me and my heart, not know of me and my laws. For this mm. is a transformation of the heart first, which flows outward. And then it linked back to chapter five again, which is salt, you know, be salt and light in Matthew 5, 13. So I just felt like he was saying, this relationship and you know him being our father and and as we pray the whole prayer was the answer I guess to the law if that makes sense yeah and yeah. the solution and uh it just the, I guess the theme for me really was the flow like if we flow God's heart you know his will will be done through us and you know that whole self and life so it's almost like the answer to the to the commandments they fulfilled through relationship first rather yeah. than all external show. Yeah, interesting. It did. It's Jackie, it fits in with the theme that God's bringing out this morning. I want relationship with you. God said, I, I'm your father. I want to take care of you. Just come to me. Let's relate together. Let's go for this. Yeah. Let's do this. That's fantastic. Thank you, Jackie. Okay. Trevor, it's great to have you on this morning. Do you want to share what God's spoken to you about? Um, yeah, just a little. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't want to do that. <clears throat> um, just, just a little bit taking up that father thing. Um, <clears throat> it's it's amazing how Jesus, obviously the disciples, and another another writer uh, asked how to. Uh, one of the things they did ask Jesus was teach us how to pray. And and so he introduced them to his father, who was a covenant-keeping God. And, and, you know, when we look at it like that, that we're talking to a God who keeps covenant, he can't help but keep covenant with us. And uh, there's a list of things that Jesus then gives us, you know, in particular the verse 10 the kingdom of christ and his domain to come and the will of the father to be done and if we look at the life of christ in that that area uh we see that you know jesus only did the things that his father showed him or, or talked to him about and um, this is what jesus is referencing here that his kingdom uh, will come from heaven and be on earth and we know that the kingdom is already here uh, but it's up to us to keep that going and, and fill the earth with the kingdom of God. So uh, the thing that really strikes me is a covenant-keeping God. And when we pray according to his will, then God can do no else, nothing else but keep his word and perform it because of that covenant that he has with us. And there's that relationship bit there too, isn't it? Because it's... It's, okay, Daddy God, Father, <clears throat> you want your kingdom to come to earth. 
what how can I join with you in bringing that specifically to the situation I'm facing right now or to my family or to the earth you know I was um listening to an interview with John Anderson and Vishal Magawagi uh, this week and talking about like William Carey and some of these guys their whole focus was God how how are you asking me to bring the kingdom of God into India like so you know for that was you know to stop the the Harry Carey situation with the the widows being burned you know it was to they God gave them specific things to do and that's kind of struck me this week Lord what are the specific things that you are asking me to do in in the situation that I'm in at the moment so that's good thanks Trevor Roberta Good to see you. Hello. I came on late, but I just sat down and asked the Lord in about 10 minutes. <laughs> and he was just, he was kind of showing me a pattern I have. I have a pattern of trying to fix things um, and getting a bit anxious. Because, <laughs> like, I really I really want to go for, for God and, you know, so I can have quite high expectations. And it's like, nah, don't. Um, just don't try to fix things. Just relax and enjoy, you know, the situation or people or whatever. And it's all about him, his kingdom, his glory. His kingdom's all about love. Uh, he'll bring it. And if I just relax and allow him to bring his kingdom, don't try to fix anything anymore and um, just really enjoy myself, then he's going to do amazing things. So he showed me a pattern. I've got a break. <laughs> so, Roberta, I dare say you're a very high doer because my wife is that. She's very high doer. And so, so that is an invitation from God, isn't it? is say to you, hey, enjoy me and let's do this together. Don't, yeah, there's some more that he wants to unpack for you there. Well, he's got me sitting down for 21 days not doing anything. So I'm not going out witnessing because he said I want to change you from doing to being and just sit at my oh, feet God. and just focus on me. So that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, the, that's the end of doing. I might not do anything <laughs> ever again. I might just sit and enjoy Jesus. <laughs> if that's my calling, but, I'm quite happy. <laughs> but you'll find that there'll be a natural stuff to do from that. So that's good. <laughs> hey, uh, Shani. Um, I read from the message and things that keep coming is keep us safe from ourselves and the devils. And I just get a picture of our pirate movies. And, uh, you know, you lost and now you found. Uh, and I feel like, you know, let, let me, like you, you know, let me pirate your ship from your flash ship. So I trust you more. Let us change the work by stewarding well into son or daughter ship. Yeah. It's very good. Stewarding well, what God's given us. It's great. Melanie, did you want to share? Yes, uh, for me, um, the prayer is is asking me to, to trust in God, um, that the hallowed is, that word is like um, a saying, adorable one, that he's also father and mother. Uh, all harmonious that also that he's enabled me to know that he's omnipotent supreme all power all life truth love 
over all and all. The, God, the, that power says, God lead us not into temptation. It's, to me, it says that God frees me, frees me from any temptation because he is firm, his word is true. And they forgive our debts, our debtors. That's something that doesn't exist in me because love is reflected in love. And that's all. You know, this is, um, you know, parents look out for their kids, don't they? They take care of their kids. You know, I, I, I think sometimes I look at my kids and they just expect me to do stuff for them, you know, without, and, and it's, it's kind of like they, they know, Oh, dad'll take care of that. And you know, that, that absolute trust that we can have that God will take care. Trish, we actually have a minute left. So I don't know if you want to come on and share what God's spoken to you about. Yeah, sure, Wes. Look, I just was continually struck by that theme that God is our Father and, and it is before we get to the other parts of the prayer and, and I think sometimes we confuse forgiveness and our hurt and our struggle with his acceptance of us as our Father, that, that we're, you know, even when our children are... Uh, you know, we need to, they need to forgive and be forgiven. They're still our children. They still belong and we still love them. They're still part of the family. It's not a condition of salvation. There's, that's a different, um, that's a different thing. You know, it's the blood of Jesus that saves us. And yes, we repent for that and we accept him. But I think too often we associate the, the demand to forgive with putting our salvation in peril and feeling like we don't, because we say sin separates us from God as though he's not our father anymore. And um, that's something that God is, is, has removed from my thinking that I associate them together, that, that we belong to him. And the forgiveness part is for our benefit, that it's to keep us free because he loves us, not because you know, if we get hurt and we don't keep a good attitude, we lose our salvation because that, that can be a, and, and we feel badly and then we about that and it messes us up and it brings us under condemnation and legalism. And so that emphasis on him being our father first, and he's actually our parent because he is both male and, well, you know, the, the masculine and feminine traits, uh, the, the correct terminology would be, parental not just the masculine side of parenting there's the the tenderness the compassion the the holding us the you know holy spirit is our comforter um so that's something that god keeps bringing me back to is that um knowing him is my acceptance and it's not his acceptance and my place with him is not conditional on whether i've been whether i'm struggling to forgive or you know if I've been hurt and so on I think there's, there's a bit of a minefield there you're right Trish it's he 
we don't lose our salvation, but he's saying, hey, for your benefit, yep. to forgive. And it's, it's just a principle to have that, you know, which is great. Well, I think we've got a general consensus of how God's speaking to us today. And uh, Lord, I just pray, Lord, you've in, issued a lot of invitations to people today to say, hey, come with me. Let's, let's, let's journey together. Let's work together to see my kingdom come, but come with an understanding that I, I, the Father God loves you. He cares for you. He wants to provide for you. And there is safety and security in the arms of God. Lord, bless each one as they go this week. Father, continue to speak to them as they sit with you. Lord, as they maybe even cry out one word at times, they know that you have heard them and are listening and are working for them. Bless you, Father. We honor you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. So good. So good. What a great morning. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Thank you. Sometimes we learn life changing stuff, actually. It's very, very useful. Yes, that's good. <laughs> it's a, it's holding space to encounter God. That's what it's about, Roberta. As we encounter Him, it changes. It changes us. Yeah, and yeah. no, He's just uh, exposed a real stronghold in me, a real temptation of the devil in me that uh, takes away my delight and enjoyment in a situation. And that pattern's now going to be broken because I'm going to work with the Lord for the rest of the day to um, say, "Let's break it. You you break it up, but I'll cooperate." So I'm happy. That's right. <laughs> That's really good. So good yeah. to hear. Bless you guys. Bless you. Bye. Bye.